I love sports jersey history, and today for January 27th, we have some great history. We have the jersey numbers of 37, 14, 12, and 19. See who wore those numbers and what events they did to make the day so special. It's all coming up in just a moment. Hi, my name is Darren Hayes, and I know you've heard me on the Pigskin Dispatch talking about football history for years. Well, now I'm on a new mission, a quest to find sports history in other sports as well as football by learning through the jerseys and the apparel and the gear that the players wore and the franchises supplied their teams. It's an educational trip, and I'm taking you with me day by day, player by player, uniform by uniform, the Sports Jersey Dispatch. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey, we're glad you joined us once again because sports history is made every day of the year and will preserve at least a small sampling from some great athletes of some great jersey numbers every day based on their uniform number. We're going to start off January 27th, 1944. Manager Casey Stengel, whose number 37 has been retired by... The, both the New York Yankees and the New York Mets on this day resigned his position as a skipper of the Boston Braves, a post he held since the 1938 season. Remember, this is 1944 we're talking about. It may be directly connected to the fact that Lou Perini, Guido Rugo, and Joseph Maney bought the controlling interest of the Boston club soon around that day. January 27, 1955, George Shaw from the University of Oregon became the top pick in the 1955 NFL Draft. The Baltimore Colts selected the quarterback as the number one pick in the draft, and Shaw played for the Colts for four seasons and wore the number 14 on his jersey proudly. He would later wear 14 with the Vikings, 15 with the New York Giants, and number 17 as a member of the Denver Broncos in the AFL. January 27, 1970, Terry Bradshaw of the Louisiana Tech was selected as the number one pick of the 1970 NFL Draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. The quarterback would famously wear number 12 for the Steelers as he guided them to four Super Bowl titles in six years during the 1970s, even winning some Super Bowl MVPs along the way. In January 27, 1989, the Detroit Red Wings center Steve Iserman became the fourth NHL player to record 100 points in 50 games or less. Number 19 led Detroit with a goal and two assists as the Red Wings beat Toronto. Now let's grab a chair and take an ear because we're going to learn about some more sports history and my quest to learn about sports history through the jerseys from one of my friends. This is Rick Loiza with Basketball History 101. We release a new episode every Tuesday highlighting a story from basketball history. We cover everything from high school, college, and the pros going back to the invention of the game until now. We are bringing old school basketball to a new school audience. And my favorite jersey goes all the way back to when I was a kid in the 1980s watching my local NBA team. I am from Southern California, and in the 1980s, that meant that I was watching the Showtime Lakers and my favorite player of all time, Magic Johnson. He played the game of basketball like nobody I had ever seen before. It was absolutely mesmerizing. His no-look passes, the fast breaks, the high fives, his enthusiasm. Every home game was like an event in LA. Lakers home games had more stars on hand than the Oscars. At 6'9", Magic Johnson was the same height as Bill Russell, except that Magic was a point guard, not the center. 
At the time, there was nobody anywhere near his height who was a primary ball handler for his team. Other point guards were giving up anywhere from 6 to 8 inches in height trying to guard him, and they were at Magic's mercy. I mean, have we ever seen another player enter the league at age 20, become the starting point guard on day one, go to the All-Star game, lead his team all the way to the NBA Finals, score 42 points to clinch the championship, and win Finals MVP? The answer is no. No other 20-year-old in league history has even come close to that. And no offense to other players who enter the league at a young age like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant, but at the age of 20, neither of them had accomplished anything close to what Magic had accomplished at the same age. Magic Johnson entered the NBA like he was a seasoned veteran. In a matter of just four years, Magic had won the Michigan High School State Championship, the NCAA Championship, and an NBA Championship. It was an absolutely incredible career and I love the purple and gold of the Lakers. I always have. The color scheme was actually chosen by former owner Jack Kent Cook. He bought the team just a couple of years after they moved to LA from Minneapolis. When the Lakers first started in LA, they wore uniforms that featured dark blue, light blue, and white. But once Cook was the owner, he decided on something more regal. Purple is the traditional color of royalty because back in the ancient times, purple dye was the most rare and therefore the most expensive. Only royalty could afford it. And of course, gold makes sense because royal families were the only ones with any serious amounts of it. We are actually coming up on close to 60 years of the Lakers having the purple and gold color scheme. It is a classic look and I hope they never change it. So that is my favorite jersey of all time, Magic Johnson's number 32 for the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, thanks for sharing that with us, Rick. Make sure you check out Rick's podcast, Basketball 101, on the SportsHistoryNetwork.com. He brings some great basketball history. And just like he talked about there, Magic Johnson in those Lakers uniforms of the 1980s. Man, Magic Johnson, what a guy. I mean, what just a gigantic point guard for the era and just a big man. And he played with some, some great players on there, too. Those Lakers of the mid-'80s and late-'80s were just fantastic. Uh, with the, you know, Kareem was still playing Magic and you know James Worthy and, and the rest of them. And those uniforms were outstanding. So great take, Rick. I really appreciate it. Make sure you check out his podcast. And besides thanking Rick, I want to make sure we thank uh, Jason Neff for the great music he's provided for us here today and we want to also remind you of where we got a lot of our information from newspapers.com on this day.com basketballreference.com baseballreference.com footballreference.com hockeyreference.com and stathead we thank all those people for helping us to make this a great podcast till tomorrow everybody enjoy the sports history We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.